Do you, who do you think, if you had to say who is braver and endures more brain injuries, football players or boxers? Um, I think football players because, like, one, they have helmets, so they are, like, more willing to use their brain as, a like, a battering ram. Right, yeah. And also, like, the goal in boxing is not to get punched in the head, whereas in football, right. like, you want to hit people. Right. That's that's what they like to say. I, I like to hit people. I hit you, people. you get some advantages by by hitting your head a bunch of times in football. Yeah, if you do it in, in boxing, except as yeah, a power move. I don't know if you've ever seen a video of like <laughs> I saw this it's like a, a an under it was like an undercard super heavyweight uh uh undercard in I think it was like Korea or Japan and there's these two guys this and is they, called this is sumo wrestling that you're no, talking no, no, about. I'm talking super, about boxing. Super heavyweight. It's kickboxing. Right. Oh, boxing. <laughs> it's kickboxing. And it's oh, like right. these guys are like 6'4, 350. I mean, they're juicy, beefy boys. Yeah, they're they're big right. sumo wrestlers. Yeah. Usually, you know, you see in boxing, they keep their head down, like they keep their hands up, and they just these motherfuckers were like standing in front of each other, bashing <laughs> like right hooking each other in the head for like a minute and a half. They were just like Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> not trying to block just, you know, <laughs> just kind of bashing, back and forth like just, one for one <laughs> just bashing the shit out of each other welcome everyone to episode 73 of 99 100 the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999 i am your down home southern host sparky shelton and I am your city slicking uh, motherfucker, Scott. <laughs> and I'm Brian. It's a new cast. It's a uh, new. That was really good. That was really that good. good. Yeah, really good. I, I had to just sweat before I was about <laughs> to do it. It was. I was so nervous. We are joined today by two guest hosts, which I think is the first time we've had only two guest co- two guest hosts instead of just one. Scott, the regular, and and Brian, welcome hey. to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. You you a can long say... time listener, first time, <laughs> yeah, podcaster. Yeah. yeah. Brian, for those of you who don't know, is our number one fan. Um, he's mm-hmm. been with us for, for since the since the first the first episode. Really, um, you yeah. know, we dropped the promo and he was all over it. Um, yeah, I'm glad my kind of like psychotic, like cut and paste letters <laughs> finally got to Scott, my roommate. I was kind of shoving him under his door, like, let me on your friend's podcast. <laughs> well, well, um, I don't know if you know this, Brian. I told Scott to keep it a secret, but we've actually been publishing those as a fanzine. Um, oh, it's been going out to the fans. I've so. been I've been buying that too. Yeah, <laughs> that must be nice to see your yeah. own letters in hey, look. in the magazine. Mom, I'm published. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, our regular co-hosts Jordan Granick and Ryan are um, are observing Rosh Hashanah, so Shana Tova to them. Um, uh, uh, Scott, you said family doesn't matter to you, so you aren't observing. That's not what I said. No. <laughs> My exact quote was, whether with family or away from family, you can observe Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> what have you done to mark this, this high holy day, Scott? I took a moment of silence. <laughs> Yeah, looked at one part of the day, freaking shut up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking chatterbox. All day. I finally let other I people talk. The Jewish holidays. 
and then one moment of silence. And then I kind of lectured uh, anyone who would listen about, you know, Jewish history. And <laughs> yeah. The plight of my people. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I, I, I thank you both for, for joining me, getting this this technical stuff worked out. Um, normally we kind of banter before uh, banter before we kind of get into it. Do either of you have something on your mind? Have uh, something something that's that's you know you want to get the gab out about um, about uh, you know I started trying to figure out what I could say uh, to to get a bit going and it, it get the get the gab was an interesting I thought you were gonna kind of continue in like old fifties I would say okay I do have something to gab about what's I'd, happening I'd with the it. with the English language oh this is a Don't hot topic on the streets yeah. Well, kids today are just, uh, you know, they're desecrating it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I bet you never heard that word before. <laughs> <laughs> Desecrate you and your, uh, and your 13-year-old friends never it use survived, that? It survived this long, but this this finally with these kids. Oh, this kids. podcast? No, oh, yeah. the English I want to finally kill it today. <laughs> the podcast or the Yeah, English? with this podcast that we're on, we can finally get it. In some ways, I've always said this, that this podcast contributed to the downfall of the English language. Interesting. Right. Do you have any evidence? A small evidence part, but a significant For part. that? <laughs> um, I guess it's, it's, Just, it's not so much the words, but the content. Right, yeah. yeah. Do you have any evidence that it didn't? Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some some single digit Ooh, download numbers. If that counts, <laughs> is, oh, <laughs> is that smart to let your listeners know that they're like one? Oh, like oh, they're in on it. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Although I did just check. And then you kind of like, ooh. <laughs> fucking Deep Blue Sea. Our last episode did get seventeen downloads, which I think is a record for the first week. Oh wow! So really? I'm hey, feeling congrats. pretty good about that. I've been telling people in the supermarket. I've been telling people at the car dealership. Um, right. Yeah. You're buying cars with your 17 <laughs> download money. Is that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you know this, but Spotify actually gives you two and a half million dollars per download. Wow. Um, so that's pretty generous of them. I mean, it's the inflation, though. <laughs> yeah. Need I say more? But hey, they still can't figure out the freaking search feature on that thing. That's another thing I want to gab about. Do you have time for this? Oh, we got the search plenty. feature on Spotify. Yeah, it's not that it's good. Awesome. It's fine. What is it? What? The search no. feature on oh the search on feature on Spotify. Okay, maybe I'm thinking actually of the like made for you page where they have like all the playlists and stuff. It's always just chaos. Like I look it up and you know like say I want to find my Discover Weekly. It's always like it's never in the same spot. Like sometimes it's at the bottom. Oh yeah, it's in the middle. Sure. Sometimes it's, it's not like, consistent. Yeah, yeah. You think with all the money they're not paying musicians, they could figure that out, but right. It's not. Yeah, it's all going to Joe Rogan, right? That's why <laughs> yeah, all the musicians can't. It. <laughs> it's pretty fucking. Can't catch a break. It's pretty wild, you know. Joe and I are close. We're both podcast magnates, um, right? Yeah. You know, I don't agree with the guy. I think that goes without saying. But you know, as 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 some would say, comrades. Some would say peers. You know, I feel yeah. like I have a responsibility to to back the guy up. He's getting what he's worth. You know? It's funny the like the trick to podcasting now, and I've said this always, is literally do DMT. It seems like <laughs> right, like you just like bump up your numbers. Right, like, you should do. You should be like watched. You know, watch this movie on, on DMT, DMT. You know, all caps. Like people would lose their minds. You get you could bump it up to twenty five listeners. I listeners. I think I was maybe fifteen years old, and I heard a podcast about, or I heard uh, maybe uh, watched a YouTube video about DMT and about how like. 
You know what it was? It wasn't a YouTube video. It was Ryan, co-host of this podcast, shittily describing what DMT is to me. Um, which is what he said was you smoke it with weed and it makes a second feel like 50 years. Whoa. And he, he harped really heavily on like the time dilation um, right. and like meeting like this spiritual being that everybody meets. Um, and right. I, th- I could not, basically everything he was saying was a manifestation of the, the growing anxiety that I was developing in my adolescence. So I've, I've stayed away from this stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would have done if I had found out about time dilation at like 14, 15. That would have, <laughs> yeah. would have been even weirder. It wrecked high me school. when I learned yeah. about it. It like literally 21. would have been I sat down at high school like at lunch and be like, have you guys fucking heard? Like, <laughs> like time can be long. <laughs> but sure. Uh, funny enough, I actually, uh, I'm not going to say their names, but uh, <laughs> anyone who listens to this and knows me will probably know who it was. I did not do DMT. That's not what I was going to say. But just saw friends do DMT for the first time, and it kind of freaked. It was like, holy shit. You know, it seems kind of kind of scary. It seems like too it much. It was Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he did it right before this podcast. The fact that I'm not like 50 years old <laughs> means that I am not on DMT. Yeah. Well, speaking of things uh, that last way longer than they probably should, our movie this week was the 1999 classic, Ode to Football, the Oliver Stone poem to the gridiron, Any Given Sunday. Um, I want to start first by apologizing to both you, to both of you, Scott and Brian, for making you watch this movie. Mm. Yeah, not accepted. I appreciate that. Um, uh, but, you know, you, I can never get that time back. Yeah, go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just one of those, like, unforgivable things. Right, yeah. right, yeah. It's like, it's like you, we'll, we'll move past it, but, like, anytime we get into a fight, you'll bring it back up. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was something, like, I've seen two and a half hour movies before. <laughs> but, like, for some reason, this one was longer because I think, what would you say, like, percentage-wise, 75% of it is actual football, like, being played. With, like, it's shot like a shitty 2010 action movie where it's all shaky cam and you can't see fucking anything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's like cinematographer had, like, too much caffeine and it's just like... <laughs> and, I yeah, I mean, it was cool. I, like, you know, I, I kind of like football. I wouldn't call it cool. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I lied. I was trying to appeal to the audience, so I said I kind of like football. I don't really like football that much. Football kind of sucks. I live in the South, so I kind of have to like. If I didn't, if I didn't, if I wasn't able to make myself kind of romantic about football now and again, I right. you know, um, uh, I really wouldn't be able to stomach it. Um, I don't know if you know this. This is just a slight sidebar. I get a I get a, the Sunday edition of the Huntsville Times. Um, it's our local mm-hmm. paper. Very happy that we have a local paper. Good reporting. Um, f- this is the first time I've gotten it in print since football season started. Um, mm-hmm. There were three full, like, eight-page inserts all about football. Like, a- and a whole A section, a whole B section, and yeah. then a section about high school football with all of yeah. the high school scores and, like, full full half page coverage of every game in the area yeah and then a 
one for college football and then an NFL preview. And then the funnies. And then and then well, this week it was a a a, a deep dive into nine eleven and then the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess it's good that they put that before the Yeah, party. I was trying to think if I would have... I was sort of like, if you had to order that, that's a tough ordering in either way. Yeah, but for sure, for sure. I probably would have done Funnies 9-11, maybe? I don't know. I'd probably break up the football with the Funnies. Yeah. Yeah. Football with, football with the yeah. Funnies is probably a good way to go. But um, So, Any Given Sunday is, a, is ostensibly a football movie. Um, mm-hmm. It follows the very fake football team of the Miami Sharks. This is the first indication that this movie is going to be bad because they weren't able to license any NFL teams and it's sort of like they didn't try very hard to create new ones. Did this bother either of you as not really sort of yeah, around Yeah, we, we talked about this. Cause, yeah. Because our theory was that the order that we learn about the different teams is the order that they came up with the names. So the first one was the Sharks. <laughs> Not a horrible name right. for a football team, but there's a reason why there is no football team called the Sharks. Um, and then the next one was the Americans. The Americans, which was so... Which is a good name for a football team. <laughs> which yeah. is a hilarious way to like usurp the patriotism of every other team in the league. Like, I mean, I guess there is technically a... There is literally a football team named the Patriots. Um, yeah. So beating the Patriots sort of has a bad look. But like, Americans is a big swing. To be like, you're right. anti-American if you go for it on fourth and four. Yeah. And it's 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 very clearly just the, the first thing they could think of <laughs> after they spent a whole day trying to come up with sharks. Yeah. Uh, they thought of Americans. And then there's the, like, there's this kind of knights. Like, they're the knights or <laughs> something? Knights. Yeah, yeah, like a chivalrous knights. It's the knights. And then... And then the- the, the eyeball and the triangle. It was the Crusaders <laughs> and then the Knights, I think. Right. The last one is the most confusing one because, well, I don't know if we want to spoil like one of the biggest surprises yeah. in the movie. No, do I it. feel like it's a little too early. No, I, I feel like I can't. <laughs> okay. I feel like I can't. Sure. Um, but the last one is probably the strangest out of all of them, which is just an eyeball in the middle of a triangle is the kind of mascot of it. Right. This is it's the like, Knights. That is, is that I, the Knights? I believe that's the Knights. I believe... Oh. Oh, I um, thought that because there was a game they play in L.A. Um, and don't ask me who won or what happened during the game. But I remember there was like two could, horses, no, so. like two two guys on horses came out in the middle of the game and they were like the mascots. Were those the Crusaders? I thought, oh, those might have been I the Crusaders. I think it's the Crusaders, yeah. Um, it's wow. interesting that. Uh, Getting into like that. deep kind of like like picking the difference between the Crusaders and the Knights is an interesting. So this is, this is I think I think I figured it out, okay? I think I've cracked yeah. the code. I think it is in the order that we see them. I think mm. they were trying to be cute in the beginning and like subtle wink nod to real teams. So the right. actual team in Miami is the Dolphins. So you make right. that the Sharks. Okay, then they 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 want to do the Patriots, and the wink wink to the Patriots is the uh, uh, is the Americans, and then they watch like the Da Vinci Code and get really into the Knights Templar for a while, and they kind of run with that for the rest of the movie. Yeah, like they got they tried they racked their brains for like mm, a day and a half of writing on how to patriot on how to like satirize the Green Bay Packers. And decided, fuck it, we'll do, we'll do like Knights Templar and shit. Yeah. All- so the weirdest thing about it though is it truly gives you the impression, like towards the end of the, this is happening in like an alternate world, 
Like, yeah. it's, it's like, everything is weird. Like, the Super Bowl, do you remember what the Super Bowl is called? Super it's called, Bowl, like... The Super Bowl is called, um, oh, the, the, the Pantheon, Pantheon Cup. The Pantheon Cup, yeah, because that was, like, there was a, there's a line in, like, the first five minutes of the movie that's, like, well, like, we haven't won a Pantheon Cup in four years. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? And it's like, what is that? Yeah, what the hell, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> um, it, but it, it is, like, an alternate world, and, like, all the... There is, I think, like some of, there's ads and things in it too, and they're all weird, like products that don't exist. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Not to mention that all of the characters were like aliens, basically. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, completely inscrutable ways. Yeah. So impossible the, to know what they wanted or what they were doing. Yeah. Okay. So we should get like sort of the the fundamentals, right? So there's there's Al Pacino. He's the head coach of the Miami Sharks. I mm. like to think so. This is where watching the other the the uh, seventy two movies below this movie kind of helps. Al Pacino is in another movie in nineteen ninety nine where he plays a sixty minutes producer. Um, it's called the the Insider, I think, is the movie. It's got Russell Crowe trying to do a Southern accent, and it's oh, it's really bad. Um, mm. And Al Pacino is at the point in his career where when you cast Al Pacino, what you ask for and what you get is is al pacino um mm. he, yeah, he plays kind of like this <laughs> just oh, football yeah it's a game like, yeah it's my life yeah oh. exactly yeah and he's yeah. like that he's like that in 60 minutes like i never ran out of sauce and it's the same <laughs> thing it's the same thing um just makes no attempt to look like or act like a football coach they do well. That that worked really well for that one scene where the the escort, like the pretty lady, comes up to him. I was about to bring hilarious. Up this it's this is really one of the good. funniest scenes in the fucking movie. <laughs> Which he is also proved that it's on like an alternate Earth. Yeah, yeah. He's like in real life. stone drunk after like losing a game. Right, that's what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. He, yeah, he, they've they've lost four you. straight. He's drowning his sorrows. And Oliver Stone is finally like, "Oh, hey, Pacino, you got to fucking act for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, you got to do something that's different from what you always do." And so Pacino goes into this mode where. Just like, <laughs> and like he's like unintelligible with this hot escort comes up to him and is like mm, like you know i like you know i like you you like oh, you're the big coach and he's like oh, yeah she recognized him yeah like, she hey, recognizes that, him that and big he's coach right which again would never happen and then life. and yeah. then he says or she said or he asks how old she is and she goes age is just a number which another mm. recurring theme in 1999 movies underage mm. sex fucking ubiquitous it's like a hilarious punchline to be like you can fuck a 17 year old it's totally fine it's 99 what's the big deal scott sort of kind of wistfully kind of of, 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 better times twirling his hair and thinking looking up into the air i would have been two yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i couldn't really uh engage so okay so so the start, so, oh, also another thing, like the start of the movie is, I thought it was very funny because it's like, you have this football team and they're all like geriatrics. Like they're all just like the oldest football players. I think you, you, did you miss, part, yeah, yeah, you missed the start. They are, uh, yeah, they are sort of portrayed as past their prime, you know, yeah. they won some Pantheon Cups in their day, but maybe they're not so good. Sort of like how and, the, uh, the San Francisco Giants in the MLB came into this season then uh, ran the table. That's exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, 
that's exactly right. Yeah. The oldest of them. The oldest of them is... <laughs> the Ooh. oldest of them is uh, a Quaid. Coin flip which one? Can either of you remember which Quaid it is? Oh, my God. We had a thing at the end of the movie where we were like... I asked God, I was like, try to remember a single character's name. <laughs> And we sat there for a minute. We're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, you know, like somebody's name, like Darnjelo. <laughs> it's it is Dennis Quaid. I think this is. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking you're talking about the. Actual I'm talking about whether right? it was oh, Dennis right, right. or Randy Quaid. Clearly oh. a Dennis thing. Um, right. But what was that character's name? Uh, uh, that was uh Jack Cap Rooney. Oh, that's the old quarterback, right? right? The first that's, string quarterback. That's yeah. the old quarterback. He's sort of like this uh this old Brett Favre type. You know, um, mm-hmm. older, past his prime, uh, and he goes down hard, um, and uh, uh, he um, he's very hurt, and uh, then they have uh, the second string quarterback come on and immediately also get hurt, um, so that so that Jamie Foxx's character, whose name I do remember, either of you remember. It rhymed. He had a rhyming thing. It was like uh, I remember. It was semen, semen demon, semen demon, oh, be- <laughs> semen. I do remember that they call him semen demon at one. Steaman point. demon, steaman oh. Willie Beeman. Oh, I thought it was semen. No, demon. it was steaman. Semen <laughs> <laughs> Willie. Are you sure? It, are you sure I'm it wasn't pretty semen sure demon? Because demon. there was one scene. There was that scene Where, with all the semen. <laughs> with all the semen. <laughs> what did I miss that? I think you might have missed that. You should probably go back and watch. Did we see? Did we see Jamie Foxx come? Um. Well, no. Yeah. The semen demon is more of a. It wasn't semen demon. Let's just move on. Okay. Um. But you know, the movie would have been better for it. Yeah. It would have. We did. I don't want to spoil it. I really want to leave the audience in. In you know, we'll do a we'll do a first half first act tease. But there is there's a cock shot, and it is the first cock shot of 1999. So wow. stay tuned for that. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, so he comes into the game and he's he's nervous, he's vomiting, he's puking, but he comes mm. out of his shell and he and he turns into this fucking superstar. Um, there's also LL Cool J, who's uh, a running back, and he wears weird clothes when everyone else is naked. That's his character. Um, and then oh yeah, that, I remember being confused why there was like a. Uh, like a just like a well like, like a like a native american like medicine man or something <laughs> running around yeah he's just he's always dressed up in these these hot threads as they say yeah uh, um uh uh so he so this team this team now led by steam and willie beeman is owned by cameron diaz cameron diaz owns and general manages this team because her dad owned and managed this team with Al Pacino in the good old days. That that yes. right? That sound is there that any couldn't tell you. Makes the movie make so much more sense. <laughs> I I was trying to figure out why this hot girl was up in the bleachers, you know, yelling. No, I mean she said she spends most of her time kind of fretting in the box. She, she spends She's most of her time something. like being angry and making the worst possible decision and like being a needless heel um, I I will also be totally honest. I think I followed maybe ten percent of her storyline. It was like oh. difficult because because it was shot in the same like psychotic kind of like 
super jump cut, like super fast, boom, 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 For boom. For sure. That the like the plays were shot in, and it was often intercut. Yes, I with think the, the good news, Brian, is I think you probably mentally tracked ten percent of it, but you mm-hmm. actually tracked all of it, and it was just the movie that didn't give her like any any like beats. Right. Like I think her story right. did have two beats, where she was like. I think football is about money and we have to modernize to stay afloat. Uh, mm. And then also maybe football has value. Those are her two beats, like the whole movie. You know, the, I just realized this whole time, I just have to keep reminding myself that it's not my fault that this movie is incomprehensible <laughs> and that I didn't understand it. It's the movie's fault. No, it is. It is absolutely the movie's fault. It's Oliver Stone's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of like other there's a side story where Aaron Eckert, um, you know, Two Face from uh, mm. Batman, um, mm. he's like an offensive coordinator, and he's not getting his shot. He's not getting his fair dues, and he's sort of mad about that. Um, but we don't really hear from him that much at all. Uh, I feel like I didn't even hear that at all. <laughs> Yeah, so Al Pacino is kind of, he's like an old school coach, right. which, you know, again, it was funny for me to, like, not knowing anything about football, translates roughly to him being like, we're not going to pass the ball, like, we're going to run it. Yeah. And they're like, you, like, shut up, old man, like, you know, football's about passing. Well, this is, which, I'm so glad that you've brought this scene up, because yeah. I, I have good news for both of you. Um, You have both admitted to not knowing very much about football. I, I am happy to tell you that Oliver Stone also does not know very much about football because that whole scene, that whole scene, fucking incomprehensible in context really? of football. It's really? like, it's like, um, it's like if you set a movie in like 2007 and like it was about a music producer that was like, we gotta get hip hop going. Hip hop is the way of the future. We don't want your rock and roll anymore. It's like, this right. is. This is nonsense what you're saying. So you're saying that passing became big many, many years before. I mean, it's always been cyclical, but like... Yeah. It would be cool if he was like, like, what about the flying wedge? (laughs) I do know that's like the one kind of like rugby trivia, football trivia thing I know. That's like an old play. The flying wedge was like the... That was like the standard play that you used to do, which was you would get all your boys and you would lock together in a wedge, like an actual like... Yeah. triangle shape and you would just run down the field and nobody could fucking stop you because it was smart yeah would, that's what i would do yeah i mean it falls apart when like the defensive backs are like 350 pounds and just bowl through you like a fucking bowling ball but right. um yeah no but the wedge had its day the wedge did have its day the forward did pass it get banned? why don't they do that i think it did get banned or something i think it takes up on out of football. Um, <laughs> yeah i know uh the forward pass was uh an innovation let's see uh i think it was invented by an, a man named um uh uh pop warner um of of pop warner fame um mm. like pop warner football uh he he was credited widely as as you know developing the forward pass or maybe it was somebody else um i can't believe that i spent three hours watching a movie about football and now I'm spending three more hours <laughs> in football class. <laughs> well, the the punchline is that Pop Warner's innovation with the forward pass was um, uh, 
happened in in 1889. Um, so mm. not exactly a modern a modern innovation. No, but it still took them some years to figure that out. Though, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, they had to they had to was... translate it into Greek yeah. so that the 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 knights coach could figure it out. Right. Um, uh, this is a wider theme of the movie of like this. It ha- very much has the feeling of like somebody who just had like a fun weekend with their dad and thought football might actually be fun mm-hmm. and then wrote a whole movie about it without doing much more research than that. Yeah. I will say there is like a very interesting, uh, there's like probably the biggest scene in the movie is the scene where Jamie Foxx and Al Pacino like sit down for that lunch you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jumble. We're skipping. Maybe we're skipping. We'll skip from, ahead. Oh, we'll skip ahead. Okay, so yada yada. Like football is played. Jamie Foxx starts to get really good, and then he starts to get really cocky. Right. And then he starts to butt heads with Pacino, who's still like an old, old kind of old school coach. And then they sit down for like a lunch in Pacino's insane house in the movie, which Scott yeah, and I were kind of... It was so funny. Scott and I were, like, watching this football movie last night. We're like, oh, my God. Like, you know, why is this house like that? Like, It's full of it's full of trees. It's a greenhouse. It's yeah. an arboretum. Yeah, he lives in, like, a giant, like, warehouse of plants. <laughs> and he's, like, constantly just stone drunk and I'm like... Oh, he's wasted the whole over trees. Time. Where are my kids? <laughs> I should have never got divorced. I left him around the plants. <laughs> um, and then so he invites him over to this lunch, and Jamie Foxx gives this like, oh my god, pretty like pretty like f- like great speech about you know being like, and it's also like he really like the character development happens like right now. Like so we fast. get his so his backstory that which we've never really heard about. We get like. You know, up until this point, he's just been kind of like a dumb, like nervous kid who like was actually pretty good at football. And then now it's like there's a backstory where he was like he had a racist college coach or something and right. he wasn't allowed to play. And, and then to, there was like to his credit, uh-huh. to his credit, Oliver Stone did get that right. Uh, it is still even now, you know, hard for black players to get interested with the role of quarterback like. That's been the one position that's almost impossible to integrate until like right. very recently. So crazy, wild. Yeah, and then there was the like he got something where he, there was like some somebody kind of gave him a suit in college, and then that counted as like taking gifts or something. Right. There was some kind of yeah. like college he, like football not getting money right. kind of thing. So he hit that. that was, I thought that was kind of like interesting. That was like the Oliver Stone, you know, that you might expect where it's like pertinent, like kind of social issues and well, not just like gridiron porn. Yeah. And it had like this and it had like this good back and forth of like Al Pacino was like, you're just one of many quarterbacks. Like this game is older than you. This game is bigger than you. It's not just about you. And Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. is like, I only care about winning. It's like, so did everybody else. There is some good interplay. I think the problem that, that stems from this scene is that we are at that emotional level, maybe two hours out of the two and a half hours that this is the movie. Like pretty much every conversation between two people is like at that emotional intensity. Yeah. Life or death. Yeah. Yeah. There's also the, the like Jamie Foxx breaking up with his like kind of not so attractive girlfriend. (laughs) Like bit. Oh yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which I never like. Does that ever resolve itself? He didn't expect he'd like take her back at he the end. One scene. I think he goes funny. back. He goes back. Like he sees her at a club, and they talk in the bathroom. And he's like, "Tell me, tell tell me, I can call you. Tell me, I can call mm-hmm. you." And like, sort of wing, wins her back, and then mm-hmm. like doesn't call her. <laughs> like we never hear from her again. Well, so, that's probably in the sequel. Probably yeah. any given Monday. right yeah um uh that was a fascinating like when they break up because it's just it's just balls to the wall just fucking (laughs) screaming for like four minutes like it's fucking exhausting it it was intense i remember like looking at scott after it and being like wow yeah yeah. harsh words yeah a lot of a lot of things said wish you could take back also i I wish i could take back this entire fucking movie you know (laughs) I think no. that another another thing I wanted to note from the scene in uh, in Al Pacino's uh, Arboreum is um, he's got Ben Hur on. I think it's Ben Hur, right? The, oh, yeah, that was yeah, the best part of the movie. Yeah, that was when we cool. got, yeah. got to watch And I ben think Hur. what's funny, the, 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 other guy. the, <laughs> the logline of this movie was the story of like the modern day gladiator, the behind the scenes look at modern day gladiators, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I feel like that what makes that really sad is that. Oliver Stone thought he was d- directing Ben Hur for the modern age, and this is what he mm. he made. Right, I've never seen Ben Hur, but um, I I heard it doesn't suck. The so. few seconds that I saw when I watched <laughs> Any Given Sunday were right. awesome. Yeah, those yeah. were probably the best. It I was mean, really good. That, yeah, it was a guy in a chariot runs over a guy on the ground. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it was good. So it was sick. Yeah. Um, um, God, I well, don't even. One other thing about that scene is that they eat you know they're having lunch together in the in the arboretum and then they at the climax of or what i believe to be the climax of the entire movie when he like does the winning goal yeah or the losing yeah he wins at the end yeah <laughs> he does the, even i know or, it's called a touchdown <laughs> <laughs> right before he scores the winning basket <laughs> to the coach um to patino james fox runs to patino mm-hmm. and they have some conversation that you can't really understand because Al Pacino slurs his words. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jamie Foxx goes, it was the worst goddamn jambalaya I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Referring to the food that they ate in that one scene. Yeah. yeah. And that was supposed to somehow, you know, tie everything together or give us some kind of closure. For yeah. sure. Like, I, if I recall, the music, like, swelled after he said that. And then he ran and yeah. know, hit the winning home run. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also there's also this subplot where James Woods plays a doctor. Oh yeah. Um well, who was that? He's the James James Woods. Yeah. He's the shithead with sort of like the weird looking face, you know? And he was that the was doctor. That was everyone in the movie. He was the they doctor. Do all all the like all the doctors look exactly the same, which is kind of a weird like yeah. He looks I think like they were like father and son or something. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Modine plays the other doctor who's actually like a good guy. Um, but it's like he, he, he gives everybody too many drugs and has them play through their pain, which is also a beat in the other 1999 football movie, um, Friday night lights or no varsity blues. Um, where they're all getting cortisone injections and oh my god, wait! I remember one scene in that movie. What scene was it? Was it the one was where it, the guy steals it, the cop car naked and no, of course no. It was the scene with the girl and the tits and the and the whipped cream. Isn't oh, that the oh the my naked? god! Yes, that is yes. that is a hundred percent a scene in that movie. I, I forgot. Oh, yes. 
Um, is. He, she, she is like this this character who blatantly and very openly only dates the starting quarterback of the team, and yeah. her boyfriend like gets his neck broken or cancer or something, <laughs> and like the next night. She shows yeah. up at the new quarterback's house, just like completely naked with fucking whipped cream <laughs> on her on her boobs. Great movie. Wow. That sounds awesome. It's awesome. It was a better movie than this later one. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, um, the doctor. The so the doctor subplot has like is pushed hard at the start, um, and then kind of like comes in and out. It's like a very strange. Uh, like intermittent it's like, like the whole movie is like this weird thread like or like tapestry almost and like all these threads like no explanation you'll cut from you know football to like negotiating in like the boardroom about like the transfer of you know like the dolphins to la right. the back area. to the back to the like boom right back to football for two seconds and then down into like the pits where the doctors are yeah. like pumping people full of steroids and right. stuff and it's just it's that for two and a half hours and it's it's nuts uh, a couple of fun cameos I'd like to go over. Um, one, this one's just for the football fans, but the defensive coordinator was played by Jim Brown, who was uh an actual very famous, um, uh, arguably one of the first famous football players, and he looked fucking jacked. He was. Do you remember this man? He, has, he, he, he was he was the guy who would like go to the bar with Al Pacino, right? When yeah, he had the like mustache and the hat and the sunglasses oh, yeah, and yeah. like the big guns. Do you guys want to take a guess on how old he was uh, when this movie was uh, filmed? Oh, that's not that's not very thirty five. That's not right. We can't guess people's age yet. Forty, thirty, thirty seven. Let me just do the quick maths so I can get it right because he deserves every. Uh, every correct um, okay hold on uh, assuming that this was filmed in 1998 um, he would have been 62 years old wow when this was filmed he's he done like a day over 18 <laughs> yeah he and he was fucking like yeah he looked better than Al Pacino who was like 20 years his younger at that point he looked wow. better he looked better than fucking Dennis Ekman, no. What's his name? Dennis Quaid. There it is. Um, he was definitely one of the characters where Scott and I would turn to each other and we're like, "Who the hell is that?" Because like, you know, <laughs> like he would like you know he would have speaking parts, but we'd be like, "I don't know who that is." Like what his position is. His position was <laughs> defensive coordinator, but that's fine. It's yeah. unimportant and unexplained. Um, yeah. So the uh, we also meet. Um, uh, uh, Cameron Diaz's mom, who's like old and crazy, and is carrying. Yeah, around she was two the dogs. best part of the movie. Right. Yeah. So she was Scott and I kind of liked her a lot. Right. She's just fun. she was always drunk and she was always had the dog. And the camera would always get a little bit more like uh, tipsy. Yeah. When it was on her. It was <laughs> like weird. It would... She was like. <laughs> Yeah, all of the weird camera work would intensify. When it she, was she would her, also yeah. she would exit <laughs> scenes in this really weird way where she would often like walk right into the camera, essentially. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was she was a great character. Do you know Is that actually Cameron Diaz's mom? Is that her actual? No, mom? that was oh. the famed 1960s sex symbol Anne Margaret oh. from. Um, <laughs> 
Okay. I thought she looked familiar. Wait a minute. How old are you? <laughs> Marcus. She yeah. she was in Bye Bye Birdie and um something else. A couple other things, right? Yeah, she's uh, gotta be. She was in uh what's it called? She was in, in Any a, Given Sunday. <laughs> she was in let's say, she was in State <laughs> Fair. She Bye Bye Birdie is the big thing. Um, they made a movie about a state fair. That's awesome. <laughs> I think she also had sex with JFK. Um, what? What? That should be at the top of the fucking list. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about who this is. Bye bye oh, she's in Bye Bye Birdie and State Fair. And she had sex with the president. <laughs> she fucked JFK. Um, the, other, the other cameo is, do you remember very, va- very briefly after Al Pacino apologizes to uh, the doctor from Scrubs for pushing him down the stairs... Um, he walks by Cameron Diaz and there's an old man and he's like, sorry, commissioner. You remember this? He's like, sorry, um, commissioner. You're talking to the wrong guy. I don't remember anything about the movie. <laughs> what I do remember is just, you know, like a, a distant dream. There's, I don't... A, there's also a scene. But I'm sure it happens. With <laughs> this on. old guy and Cameron Diaz who, and they're sitting in the skybox and Cameron Diaz is like, if you let me onto the finance committee, I could do real damage with the whatever. Um, and then he gets all stern with her. That was yeah. And that then was she run yeah. Right. That was Charlton Heston, the uh, the famed. Wow. <laughs> if you guys no way have <laughs> from like Planet of the Apes, they got and Charlton <laughs> from Planet of the Apes. Wow. Mark Anthony, uh, he's oh, Moses. If you guys, I have had, heard of Charlton Heston. Yeah, that's cool. I think it that was a helped. weird scene. Yeah, that was a weird scene. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, every I could say that for everything in the movie, obviously, but that one was. I think we accidentally watched that one twice because I had to skip back because we missed Scott missed something that I wanted him to see. Well, but. we skipped like twenty minutes ahead, which was awesome, and we should have done that at the start of the movie. Yeah, uh, but then for some reason we went backwards and rewatched probably fifteen minutes, <laughs> which you know was a. Two like yeah, two steps forward. Hey, I was doing back. I was doing my best running the freaking movie. All right, it was <laughs> not my fault that we had to go back a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a weird scene where she's so she's at like her lowest low, and she's trying to like bargain to get out. Right? Isn't that what's happening? Yeah, she she's, wants to like have a bigger role, and she wants to go somewhere new and like be a power player. She is yeah. sort of like the she is like a progenitor of the boss bitch or like boss babe. Yeah, mm. a girl right. boss, Arch- girl yeah. boss archetype. And yeah, and Charles Charlton Heston like has a line where he walks out of the room <laughs> after informing her that she's getting like maybe like you know in big trouble subpoenaed for, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, subpoenaed or something, and he goes. Oh, that dame would eat her young or something like that. <laughs> that was, yeah. And he's like flanked by like a bunch of other like guys, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, she was like crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know, just another character who comes in for five minutes, never seen again. Yeah. Like it's just you know. I think the only thing else that happens, they win the big game. Um, there's like, oh, did we talk about the cock? Did we talk? Sorry. Oh, yes. I shouldn't have said it like that. Can you edit, can you edit out the way I said that? Can it be I like, can't. Oh, did we I just... wish I could, but my hands are tied. I really, you know, the 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 guild is really specific of how I edit. Um, right. That makes sense. Joe Rogan has to personally approve every edit I make. So. Okay. I'm um, just going to busy man. I'm going to kill myself. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you go ahead. 
you know, you're the guest here. You get to talk about the dick shot. <laughs> Give your lecture on the No, no, Scott. I feel like you've been begging to talk about it all <laughs> I know. Day. I was hoping that we wouldn't have to talk about it. Scott was like, oh, you said God, do you think that we're going to get a talk about it? Um, yeah, I prepared a little a few words. So Cameron Diaz <laughs> comes into the locker room. Right, yeah. And to, you know, never, clearly never been done before. You know, this is 1999. No girl's ever been in, like, the men's locker room. Right. And... Just immediately, there's like a line of guys, like, woo! And it kind of pans like across him, and it's like, guy in a towel, guy in a towel, guy in a towel. <laughs> guy with his huge cock out, and you see everything. Like, it's just like. It is, it is gratuitous. This is not yeah. a passing, ooh, was there a. It's not like the that scene in Big Little Lies where maybe you saw, uh, what's his face, Skarsgård's dick. No, this was yeah. like, you saw it. Yeah. They, and they build up to it. Yeah, it's a slow kind of pan <laughs> across yeah. the toweled guys until we get to the cock. And, she's, and then after that, it's Cock City. They they show a bunch of other cocks. They do show yeah. a bunch of other cocks. And also, like, she's walking out, and she's, like, telling guys not to get hard. Like, that's her catty little remark. Is like, don't go stiff on me, shark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time. Shark. <laughs> every, if you had a nickel for every time a woman told you not to get an erection... Yeah, not to go stiff on me, shark. <laughs> um, there's also the um, the shower scene, which happens immediately after <laughs> yeah. the first cock is revealed, where then it's like <laughs> 10 other guys like subsing each other up in the shower. Yeah, well, there's and like, that one also I didn't really understand how that There's like another bit where it's like the like Oliver Stone just can't help himself and it's like, oh, I'm going to get one more thing in this fucking movie, which is like <laughs> the like dichotomy between hip hop and like metal, yeah. which is like a like a funny like, you know, 90s thing where like it was like the last time where there really were groups that like listened to different music that like, you know, might fucking hate each other. But it's like a bunch of like metal heads on the team like like rocking out and then like, you know, the like guys listening to hip hop like on the other side and then they kind of meet in the shower (laughs) and they fight and then the fucking heavy metal guy runs out and is like oh what's his deal and he comes back and he throws a baby alligator into the into the (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that I totally forgot about the baby alligator (laughs) (laughs) what the hell was that yeah (laughs) it makes me so mad yeah it doesn't we were saying make any goddamn sense. we were saying last night we we're like the baby alligator scene was like one of our favorites because it's like fun it's like there's like an alligator running around in the shower and everyone's like yeah you know there is a director's cut of this movie i'm gonna see we i we saw and the catch is that it's well he he removed 12 minutes of it which is pretty smart i wish he had done that for the regular cut yeah and then he added six other minutes oh my uh, god um so for a net loss of six minutes a net loss of six minutes yeah uh. I think it would be funny if he cut out six, 12 minutes at random, like, mm-hmm. like he lets, like in some way it was just like a random number generator would just cut out a certain amount of frames, um, yeah. or like end scenes in the middle and see if anybody noticed. I think you could probably reorganize almost every scene. Like you, if you numbered them and then you just put them into a random generator and, and just you took out, one like, out, you know, yeah, yeah. Or if you took them out, or just like you know, it was like scene one, scene ten, followed by scene you know six, followed by scene eight. Probably the same movie. You're also doing really low numbered scenes. <laughs> <laughs> scene four, yeah, 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 yeah. five hundred. Yeah, scene five hundred. Um, um, you could play the whole thing backwards, I think. And you could do. You could do a. You sense. could do a just a full frontal nudity. Um. Uh. Uh compilation super cut yeah. um 
Because there is, he also does end up picking up this prostitute when he's really sad. Um, and then he also doesn't like, like he doesn't recover. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't like, there's no dramatic scene, heavy handed scene where he like throws out a whiskey bottle or whatever. Um, he's just like the same fucking drunk, disheveled man the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, he just he learns to, you know, just keep on, you know. It's the perfect That's, hero's journey. That is what the hero's journey is. Where is, they go yeah. into the abyss and have a chaotic, <laughs> incomprehensible experience. And, and then, then they, they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> they just continue in the chaos. Just an even keel through the chaos. <laughs> I was going to say they return back to where they started, but it did start in chaos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just yeah. kind of go into it five yeah. minutes before the movie starts and then it stays there i yeah. i also want to note that uh in <laughs> in the wikipedia page for any given sunday it does credit this this prostitute um who provides tony with this from wikipedia with the a girlfriend experience when he's feeling lonely and then it links to the wikipedia page for girlfriend experience sex work and I, you have to believe that that's the author of the girlfriend experience page right. on wikipedia that's like watch this movie and was like i'm gonna get a credit on this one i'm gonna get a, a referral on this one this one this one i can link that's just good hyperlinking that's just like <laughs> yeah. the internet that's what the internet is meant for um in my opinion i don't think it all comes down to hyperlinking yeah <laughs> it's all about getting your hyper hyperlinked do you ever do that thing where it's like, how fast can you get to Hitler? Do you guys remember playing that oh, game? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a classic. I played that with, um, oh, do you remember, Scott, the two twins that we went to elementary school with, Teddy and Bo? Oh, yeah. I don't remember their last names, but I played it with Teddy a lot. Um, I played it with Bo a lot. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but we tried to get to Mussolini, not Hitler. Mm. Bo always was a little bit sharper than Teddy. He was a little cooler. <laughs> I I wonder what they're up to now. I think that's the end of the movie, though. The other thing is, like, uh, they fire Tony, and then he goes to uh, New Mexico. Yeah, it's like there's a press conference at the end, and they're like, we thank Tony for all of his years, and then, like, the mic drop moment is like, I'm moving to New Mexico, and I'm taking steaming Willie Beeman. And everyone's like, can he do that? That son of a bitch. And then it rolls to credits. Oh, so they did settle up for a sequel. Um, I guess. I think the idea that Oliver Stone would think he could get a sequel is just as deranged as all of the other decisions he made in this movie. Yeah, the decision to make the movie. It should <laughs> have been Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx actually just go to New Mexico and start a football team. Get really That'd be fun to watch. Get really yeah. into turquoise. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... It was a great movie. I mean, I was... <laughs> sorry, did you say it was a great movie? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying now. I'm well, this like, is conditioned this is... myself into thinking it was cool and yeah, weird. Pretty good. Yeah. That is going to bring us to the end of of the recap. Um, this brings us to to Miller highlights the champagne of bits, where we all talk about our favorite favorite bit of the movie. I think I can, you know, speak for the group and say that the full frontal nudity was the was the best was the best part. Oh my god, no, you cannot speak for the group because the best bit was when the fucking guy's eyeball got pulled out. Yeah, I was gonna say that. In the middle of the game. I and there was just that. by far the best part of the movie. Fucking and it was insane. Yeah. yeah, so it's a little 
the last it's the last game right and yeah. there's just like uh, just a, a kind of a random scene in the middle of the game where a guy's eyeball is laying in the middle of the field and it's like this kind of cartoonish huge eyeball and then he's like <laughs> and then the the medics just kind of like trot out and they're like oh, like you know get him up <laughs> yeah <laughs> they put it in the bag <laughs> was that a guy that we met before <laughs> no, no he was no he was a red shirt yeah it's just or a red eye yeah, yeah, right. that was the only good good part of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was really fun to watch. Yeah, um, Scott, is that your Miller highlight as well? Yeah, that's that's probably it. Yeah, um, I I do really like the idea. I uh, the scene where Cameron Diaz is shouting at Al Pacino, and he goes, and she goes, and she goes, you're always talking about the run game. People want passes, touchdowns. Like that's her revelation is that people want to see people go to see football to watch touchdowns um that's that i think that's a pretty funny line yeah it happens I early mean, enough that you can tune out from there on out so oh <laughs> oh believe <laughs> yeah, me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh i yeah yeah it was fun um yeah, really good movie well, that brings made a hundred million dollars too, didn't it? I, I saw that something like online. that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah. it's uh, uh, what is it? The top um, twenty second, the twenty second top grossing, uh, twenty twenty eighth, twenty eighth. Um, I did. I noticed a new thing. I was kind of looking through some uh, like critics, some reviews of it last night. Um. And it, it's very hot in the last five years to give it like a, a pretty good rating. It seems like because it's it's a lot of people be saying like you know it's like a fever dream of football and it's you know it's whatever it's not your usual like Rudy or whatever where it's like a right. very like solemn football movie that's about like it's like you know it's hot it's like hot headed you know and it's kind of crazy like that. So it's just kind of an interesting uh, you know movement among the critics i guess yeah, maybe we, this could be kind of my corner of the episode is where i discuss the critics <laughs> yeah i like that what are what are what do the critics think uh essentially what i just said yeah <laughs> don't ask me to oh, come on please. Oh, no 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 i'm out of the, the well, corner we didn't, i'm sorry we didn't put the sting on scott you can write a sting you can write a sting like a little little jazzy little sting for this yeah of course i'll, I'll get right on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i was gonna say that when you pitch when you pitch the movie like that, mm. that sounds interesting. I would like to watch that movie. But yeah, it's, not. It. it's not. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really disappointing to know that when you watch it, yeah. it's really unpleasant. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine. I would love to know the numbers of the people who, the people who collectively paid $100 million to watch this movie, how many mm. of them made it through the entire thing. Yeah. This would be one of the few movies I think I would walk out of. I Yeah, I was, I was, I did watch it in two parts, so... I watched it over the course of two nights. Um, mm. uh, I think we've covered it, but 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 we should officially, you know, notarize our, our opinions in Milk or Merlot, the part of the podcast where we talk about whether this movie's aged like a fine wine or gone sour like milk. Um, uh, uh, pretty yeah. good, right? Brian, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Idea for a segment. Yeah, it is. You. Yeah, it's pretty fine. clever. Did you hear him when he said it? Do you want it's him to fine. repeat? It's something like Velcro or low or something. <laughs> Velcro yeah. or low. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. To me, this movie was Velcro. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it didn't. It 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 was a little sticky, little. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was a. 
it was a long it was like velcro sometimes for me where it's hard to pull it off and it takes forever <laughs> uh and that's all i had to say about it don't ask me to explain that um no it, it takes everyone a long time to yeah. Velcro. Yeah. yeah. It was um it was I mean it had its it had its fun like the eyeball the um it was it was I wish it was it <laughs> was easier to understand like what they were saying sometimes cuz it was Right. It was actually like you know it was And that's just me complaining, you know. That's not really Yeah. I just couldn't understand what was happening sometimes. Uh, I yeah, I also couldn't understand what was happening. I think this was also like the last movie they kind of let Oliver Stone do like mm. he did let's see so he did JFK and Natural Born Killers and then he did this um I guess he did W and he did he did a movie in 2006 called World Trade Center oh god mm. oh god Oh, it's oh, you're a, just finding out it's about 9-11? It's a 9-11 movie. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're telling me this happened 20 years ago? Yeah. World oh, Trade shit. Center, I was it's reacting like that because, yeah, it's on Saturday. Um, World Trade Center looks like an overly dramatic uh, uh, movie about 9-11, and it stars Nicolas Cage. Woof. Wow. Oofa doofa. Um, uh, I'll, I'll make sure not to watch that. I'll make sure to avoid that one as well. Um, well, uh, Brian, this is usually where your counterpart Ryan would rap. Um, mm. I don't know if you've prepared a rap. I don't know if you were briefed on that, but yeah, um, I told you to write a few raps. Um, yeah, Scott told me to work on it. Um, uh, I. Uh, it's fine if you're still working. You Wait, yeah, uh, no, let me just. Yeah, I think I might need a little more time. Um, I do have like one line for some reason that I can like remember. It's heavy girl sit on my face, call it doctor doctor pimple popper, and then that's kind of. The... Uh, okay, <laughs> that's probably the first rap that I've heard that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's almost it's almost diametrically opposed to a rhyme. It's almost like right. you couldn't make them rhyme less. Okay. Um, Two opposite words. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Criticize the freaking artist. You know, whatever. <laughs> Everyone can be critics. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. No, okay. I, I that's no fine. Idea. I had no idea about the rap. Do you want to rap about the movie? Uh, <laughs> you can freestyle. <laughs> I could freestyle, yeah, but I think I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, Sparky, at this point, why don't you just write the raps? Um, I, I, I can't. I don't know how. Um, but what I do know how to do is uh, give the one metric that reveals the true quality of the movie, which is the legs. Um, as mentioned before, this 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 movie um, uh, uh, made 133 million dollars at the box office. Uh, that's just adjusted for inflation, which you know these days. Mm, um, don't get me started. Uh, it's got, uh, but it looks like it made back seventy uh, percent. Or it made back 1.7 times the production bu- budget, so so good for him. Well, that's 1.7 too much. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the legs of this movie are drumroll, please. 5.56. It's the biggest. Um, it's the that's a pretty good legs. Usually they're around two or three. Um, of course, listeners of the podcast will know that the one 
Um, outlier of the legs was Galapagos. Um, Wait, sorry, what is this number? What's happening? It's right the now? legs. Um, this is something you've calculated yourself, or no? It's it's a it's a full up metric. Like they they you know, they put awful. it on they put it on <laughs> the numbers dot com. Um, it's called the legs. Uh, we don't know what it means, but it has correlated pretty closely with the quality, of the true quality of the movie. Scott, I see you typing. I see you typing. You son of a bitch. You keep your fucking fingers away. Um, no, I'm I'm texting my friends. You're fucking not. You're looking up what the legs are. I can see it. Ah, I can see it interesting. happen. Does I he will... lie to us about the legs? Interesting thing that my friend is texting me. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, I Forbes. Will... Com. <laughs> Wait. Is this part of the, the show? Is that one podcast host is like he lies to us or what's going on? No, it's they just do that this stupid thing. We we found out about the legs pretty early on and and as the metric, we have found we have found that I see you both looking at it and I'm fucking furious. <laughs> I'm fucking so angry at both of you right now. This is so um, disrespectful. It's sacrosanct. I was just showing him the cool pictures that my friend sent. It's us. sacrosanct. It's sacrosanct. Cool meme of a, of a cat. That's going to do it for any given Sunday. It's a bad movie. Don't fucking watch it. Also, don't Google don't Google any given Sunday. Any given su- any given Sunday or the legs, you know. You don't want to know. Um you can join us uh uh next week um when our our non-inquisitive hosts who don't look up the legs are back. Um hopefully, God willing. Um and uh, Did, wait yeah. so is actually what happened is that you said you were gonna watch this movie this week and then they were both like well fuck like gotta go do jewish stuff yeah i'm so mad that i didn't basically yeah yeah that's that i mean it, it's approaching that yeah they were both like right. the well what it really was was they couldn't record until tonight and then i was like um oh. that's too late i'll see if scott can do it and then by the time scott said he could only do tonight it was kind of too late so well it was sort of a nice so, thing I did for them that they didn't have to watch this movie and they can just right, and a really cool podcast. thing that you did to us. You're saying in, in another timeline right now you're recording with them. And uh, Brian and I are frolicking yeah, on the beach. Maybe sort of getting laid. I don't know why you went with frolicking <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> we're gonna be frolicking after we got laid. <laughs> right. Yeah, the post the post lay frolic. The post coital Yeah. Po- yeah. Right. Did you get laid? Yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. You know, conceive and frolic. That's always yeah. my kind of. The hills are alive with the sound of bros after boning. Yeah. Well, That's a stretch. But um, you can join us next week when our movie will be the 1999 classic uh, uh, crime drama thriller, The Talented Mr. Ripley. The, hey. log, the log line is in the late 1950s New York. In late 1950s New York, Tom Ripley, a young underachiever, is sent to Italy to retrieve Dickie Greenleaf, a rich and spoiled multimillionaire playboy. But when the errand fails, Ripley takes extreme measures. This one has a 76 Metacritic score, which is uh, about twice what this movie has. So, I've seen that movie. It's a good movie. Really? Yeah, enjoyed it. Well, that's good. Um, thank you, boys, for, for joining me. As grueling as it was, I hope it wasn't too arduous. Um, and, uh, and, you know, come back any time, uh, well, come back any, any high Jewish holy day, I think is mm. really the invitation that I can extend in good faith. Perhaps on any given Sunday, we can come <laughs> Oh, huh? yeah. No, that's, that's the Sabbath. Or is that too arduous? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Too arduous of a reference. Arduous. Yeah. No, thanks for having us. It was, it was fun. I actually, the movie was kind of fun to watch last night. It was, yeah, fun yeah. and uh, sadomasochistic. <laughs> right. Is there any other kind? Um, well, let, to sign it off, I've been your, your southern host, your down home southern host, Sparky Shelton. And I'm your arduous host, Scott. Yeah. And I'm Brian. Do I do that again? Or is it um, right. Yeah, it's possible. And now, classical dance. <laughs> <laughs>